Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Lori Wills moves into the batter's box, and the second game is underway. The Dodgers shortstop leads off with a bouncing hit through the middle, and Mickey Mantle races in to grab the ball and hold the fleet-footed Wills to a single. Downing picks Wills off first base, but Morey continues his dash to second. Pepitone's throw is wide, and Wills is safe. And you remember that one during the World Series. Do you remember that? I remember that as if it was yesterday. No, really? Maybe today. Murray Wills is is with us, and here we are with the All-Star Games here in Washington, D.C., your hometown, your birthplace. I think almost every day I pass by the Murray Wills Field. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, where on you. On George Avenue. On George Avenue, across from Howard right. uh, University. But go ahead. You remember that as if it were yesterday. I certainly do. Um, I even remember Vince Scully uh, making uh, that play when, when, when describing the play. When I stole second in the 63 or 62. Uh-huh. 63 World Series. So, yes, I do remember Banneker uh, Playground. That's where the football team, the Cardoza football team, used to yeah. used to uh, practice. And I was a foot, football player. That was my first love. I was going to, that was, I, it, what, three, you lettered three sports. So what are we talking, baseball, football, and what was the third one? Basketball. See, I would have thought track. No, the track team. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of a fast person in life. Um, but obviously faster than you. Probably couldn't have made our track team. W- wouldn't have been able to make the track team. That's right. Yeah, and, and but you say football was your first love. Yes. I had nine scholarships to college in football. How many? And, and But you did you take any of them, or did you decide, no, let me do the baseball minor league thing? Um, well, Jackie Robinson came into the picture. Right. The older folks in the projects out in Killingworth Avenue, Parkside was the name of the project. Yeah, now we're talking Washington, D.C. for people yes. across the country. This is right. uh, still in the district. Right. Um, getting close to the, to, the, to the Maryland line, though. <clears throat> they were raving about this black man up in Brooklyn named Jackie Robinson. And I said, uh, Jackie Robinson, who, 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 who's Jackie Robinson? And they told me. And um, so I decided if that's you, where I wanted it, to go. Murray Wilson, if you had to choose a football scholarship, which school would you have chosen of the nine? Well, <clears throat> I, I probably would have. I would have chosen Syracuse, but I would probably have ended up at Virginia State because my high school coach Sal Hall went to Virginia State to be the coach and he was recruiting me he was after me as it was so that's where I probably yeah, would have ended up yeah yeah and then been closer older, to home yeah and I had an older brother that went to Virginia State oh well that, that all right that would have a lot to do with it I, I'm gonna start with this and I pretty much think I know what your answer would be but I I've got to tell this audience and we're intergenerational so 
uh, you clearly are one of my baseball heroes. I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, so Cincinnati, Frank Robinson. Yeah. Uh, no, no, see, I know why you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know the, cause yes. Now, is that because of the story of Frank Robinson when you were in, what was it, the All-Star Game? Was it 62? Sixty-two here, and and, and you, you see, and you you want to tell that story of what Frank Robinson did to you? Um, when, he did so many things to me. Well, I'm know. talking about when you when you couldn't get into the stadium. Oh yes, um, <clears throat> I went to went back home to stay with my folks instead of staying at a nice hotel. Yeah, uh, you, uptown. You've been one, selected one of the All Stars. You're yes. back home in Washington D.C. Yes. All Star okay. game, like it is this this weekend. You yeah, should I mean, do it. You should tell the story. No, I I I think it, it comes from you. Go ahead. Okay. So instead of staying in the, with my parents in the projects and out in it called Kenilworth Avenue it was mm-hmm. that, it was Parkside was the name of the projects. Instead of staying with my teammates in a nice hotel uptown. Here in Washington D.C., I chose to go home and stay with my family, and uh, so I got a ride the next morning over to the ballpark from some of my little buddies who I was telling all about how it feels to be a big leaguer, hanging out, signing with, autographs, hanging out with, right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. and being in a stadium with fifty thousand people cheering you. So, but uh, I got a ride from them, and by the time I got to the ballpark. Uh, the team bus had already arrived. So this big security guard, I got out of the, the vehicle that my friends had taken me to Griffith's, not Griffith Stadium. What was the name of the stadium out uh, out by the river? Uh, you're not talking about RFK. RFK, Oh, okay, yes. RFK. I'm going back to those days. Yeah, okay. Uh, you got a great recall, Joe. I, I did my homework before you showed <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> so... Maybe I should have, huh? So anyway, I went there to the stadium, and the team bus had already arrived from the nice hotel, air conditioning and all, up northwest in Washington, D.C., the National League team, that is. And so the big security guard put his hands and said, where are you going, boy? I said, sir, my name's Maury Wills. I'm with the Dodgers, and and, and I stayed with my family because I'm from Washington, D.C. He said, no, you're not a baseball player. You're too little. Get out of here. He wouldn't let me in, no matter how much I. You know, so because I, I, I mean, did you have identification? Did you have something? I that, had my Dodger duffel bag okay. on my shoulder. And I showed him my Dodger duffel bag, which had wheels on it with Dodgers. It was blue and white, which is our colors. Right. And um, I told him I was from Washington D.C. and I went home to stay with my family, and uh, that's why I'm, I didn't know what time the bus was going to get here, but I'm on time. He said, I said, get out of here. You're too little. You're not a baseball player. I said, sir, uh, I think the, the opposing clubhouse where the, the players train is right down the corridor there on the right-hand side. If you walk me down there and you open the door, I'll stand back and you ask those guys in there if, if I'm a Dodger baseball player. Right. He said, good idea. Come on. So I, I, I followed him down there and he opened the door. Now, I want to say this. Baseball players have a sick sense of humor. Because he opened the door and said, hey, anybody in here know this boy? And Frank Robinson, of all people, looked out and said, nope, never saw him before. (laughs) And the guy said, I know. Get out. He grabbed me by the collar. No. Oh, he had me up on my toes. No. Yeah, and he was taking me out of the ballpark. When uh, uh, an official from the National League office 
was walk, came walking by, and he said, Maury, where are you going? I said, well, he won't let me in. <laughs> Give me. He, and it took a, a, a National League official to what, tell the security guard. Shirt and tie on and all, and the credentials. And, and, the, and, his, and the official said to the security guard, he's all right. Yeah, he's one. He's on the team. The guys are now, now okay. you know that leads for some of the younger people and maybe others. They might think, did he do that because you are an African American? Uh, uh, you, you, you know what I'm saying? I know. What you're I mean, saying. Jackie Rob, uh, Jackie Robinson may have broke the color barrier, but he didn't end discrimination no. in baseball. Now, no, you, you know, you, you, I was going to skip over that. You, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Yes. That was the reason because I mm-hmm. was uh, African American. So while he, what, that's the reason why he wouldn't let me in. I felt. Now what, what's this with you and Frank Robinson? I don't know. Now help me understand this. Well, this when we with? played Cincinnati, she, the only way we were going to beat the Reds is that we, uh, I would steal a base and get in the scoring position and maybe score on a little fly ball. And the only and the only way we we're gonna lose is Frank Robinson was gonna hit the ball out of the park at a home run. So our deal was to keep Frank Robinson uh keep him off base. Get him out. Mm-hmm. Don't give him something he can handle. Yeah. So Don Drysdale, Sandy Koufax, Johnny Padres, our great pitchers, uh <clears throat> would, would would throw the ball close to Frank around his neck. Mm-hmm. And that would just infuriate him even more. So I was the target for Frank because <laughs> I was the littlest guy in the field. Right, right. And any time I go across the bag at second base for a double play, he would come in about waist high. Oh, wow. He would, Whoa. He, he would end up in short left field. Yeah, and, yeah. And if yeah. I got the ball first, early enough, I threw it underhanded and Frank had to get down. And he'd have a face full of dirt. And he'd go, I'll get you. I'll get you. I'd say, what would I do to him? But, but, after d- me? but did you guys go on to be good friends? Oh, certainly. Oh, okay. Certainly. Yeah, but on that field. On the field, it was a different no, story. It was a different ball game. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, as, as I was uh, uh, thinking about your record-breaking uh, efforts, uh, Ty... Ty Cobbs broke that record. And I thought about Hank Aaron um, and how he was threatened. His life was threatened. As a matter of fact, that uh, that iconic scene of him running around the bases yes. and the guy coming out to congratulate him, a, a fan. Yes. And he thought the guy was going to harm him yes. because he had been getting all these threats. Did you get threats? And And I want young people to understand, here's a black man in essence, breaking uh, a white heroic ball player's records. Did you get threats as you were heading towards that record-breaking uh, base-stealing season? Yo, I couldn't even wait for you to finish asking me. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I got what we might call hate mail. It was so bad that when the game was over, I would stand up in front of my teammates and read the mail to... Uh, Sandy Koufax in particular because he got mail like that too. He, now he got mail because he was Jewish. Jewish. Yes. 
And I got mail because I was African-American. So Breaking a, a white man's record. Yes, right. that's right. Long time record. Right. <clears throat> and this is after Frank Robinson now. That, oh, I mean, this let, is after yeah, Frank. Let's understand yeah. that. These right. are two separate yeah. incidents. So I, I would read the, the mail, my mail, and, and, and they would grimace and say, oh, my goodness. So, um, in fact, um, I would be in the clubhouse so long with that mail and and Sandy Koufax was reading it with me too. That the team had left, and we had to get the security guard to let us out of the ballpark because the ballpark was locked down. Um, but those are some memorable moments from years ago that I uh, remember. But did it? Did it? Did it? Uh, well, did it? Did it provide you? St- Strength, and you know what I'm saying. In other words, it's, some people will take that kind of hate, and they'll say, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to show you." Yeah. Some people, it causes depression. Yes. And I just wondered, and if you can go back in your mind, what was going on? How did you handle it? Well, you say go back in my mind, and Joe is. I can remember it, it as if it happened just yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't make me bitter. We laughed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just made me better. Play, yeah, that's play, what I've got. Yeah, it may, yeah in, in other words, let, let it encourage you. I'm going right. to show you. I'm going to break this record. You you knew you were on your way to breaking the record. Yes, that's right. And they weren't going. And they weren't. No one was going to stop you. That's true. Yeah, uh, I would have broken a record. Record anyhow. I was I was driven to do that. In fact, that's how we won ball games. Colfax would shut them out. Drysdale shut them out. Johnny Padres would shut the opposing team out. I would score the one run after mm. getting a single and stealing second yeah. and being in scoring position. Tommy Davis would drive me in. We'd win one to nothing. Um, but it, it didn't bother me. It didn't make me bitter. It didn't change my attitude or or my yeah. feelings about anybody. We're talking with with Murray Wills, who is here, and, and uh, he's at the All-Star Games in Washington, D.C., so this is his birthplace, his hometown. This is where it all started. You went to what high school? Cardoza. Cardoza. And um, and so all the legends are back. The new guys are back. The All-Star Games is going to take place uh, today, Tuesday. And, and I got to tell you, the one thing I'm so happy we've had a chance to uh, talk is because it gives us a break with all the politics that are going on internationally. So I, I so appreciate you. I mean, and that's kind of what, what baseball does, you know. Yeah. It, it it really gives uh, it gives it, it gives all of us an opportunity to kind of uh, focus on a real, true American sport. But I'm going to bring this up, and and I'm going to tell you why. So I'm looking at. National League Most Valuable Player, 1962. Oh, by the way, that's the same game that the uh, security, security guard, guard wouldn't let you in the right. gate and play. And, and I walked out with, oh, the, yeah. with the trophy. You walked out with the, the Most Valuable Player most trophy. Valuable player. And he was scratching his head as if to say, I, I wonder who you're carrying it for. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's he didn't true. get a chance to watch the game, maybe. Oh, well, maybe he didn't. No, he probably didn't. Yeah, and then five-time All-Star, so we're talking 1961, 62, 63, 65, 66, then All-Star game MVP, 62, three times, how many rings you have, three? 
Three World Series rings. Three World Series, 59, 63, 65. I'm not finished, kids. Uh, two times uh, Golden Glove Award, which, by the way, for you non-baseball, that's the best defensive player in his position. That's 61-62. Sets a single-season record, 104 stolen bases in 1962. I'm going to keep going. Hold on yeah. a second. This is for the audience. The record was broken, of course, Lou Brock. Um, and uh, Ricky Henderson came mm-hmm. along later on. For the life of me, and I, 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 I can anticipate your answer maybe, why in the hell isn't Maury w- Wills in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I really don't know, Joe. Um, but I think a lot of the pitchers were probably not fans of Maury Wills. Um, I would steal a base, and I remember them rubbing the ball up and looking at me. I'll get you, you little so-and-so. <laughs> so those are the same guys that do the voting. Um, yeah, but most, that's, most that's think, a competitive thing. I, I mean, that ca- it, I cannot imagine that people would be that petty. Yeah, well, you know, people I, are people. Well, that's true. Um, but most fans... Think that I'm in the Hall of Fame, so when I, I, when, I must tell you, when I I asked that question when we, when they say, "Hey, we're going to give you a chance to talk to Murray Wills." I said, "Oh, okay, he's in the Hall of Fame." No, he's not. Yeah. And I went, "You're kidding me! You're absolutely not." So, so, all right. So I obviously that uh, you know I uh, so you, you, just your response to that. I mean, how do you feel about that? Is this something you? Desire? Are you taking the high road, saying eh, if it happens, it happens? But I, you know, I I'm not going to lose I, sleep over it. Right. I don't say that if it happens, it it happens it, because it's going to happen. But I don't know. But I'm reminded of of um, Ron Sandall, third baseman for the Chicago Cubs. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame the year after he passed away. Well, see, that's what I don't want to happen. And I think something like that might happen. I, I've been missing. How old are you now? Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> I don't look at me. I, didn't, I, I can tell. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I want to get no, the age I wanna, correct. No, I want to mention it. Uh, gee whiz. I yeah, think about it. Hey, they said, I, my, inju- eight, my engineer oh, somebody said Somebody told 80, me I'm 85. Somebody told you you're yeah, 85 years yeah. old. Wow. I don't. I don't know how an eighty-five-year-old is supposed to feel, but I feel fine. You, did I, did I mean, you want to race? No, I wouldn't try even think about racing. No, you. I've had a hip replacement, so <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you oh, probably that, win. That's a pretty good. Yeah, I got that. a good excuse not yeah. to not to not to uh, race. And 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 you I, turn down an eighty-five-year-old man. Yes, I yes I am turning down an eighty-five-year-old base stealing. MVP, Major League Baseball player who looks like he could beat me running down the hallway here. Yes. I got some gold gloves too. Oh well, I, I, I see. I was football. I yeah. baseball was. I little, I little league was cool. I but I, I, I was, I was like you. That was my first love. But, but Joe, let, let me brag a little. I had eight scholarships in football. Yeah. Maury Wills of the Dodgers goes in to run for Museum. and look at that man run as he steals second. Dick Broad of the Pirates comes through with a single, and the fleet-footed Wills comes home from second to score the first run of the game. Hey, and Murray Wills is with us here, and um, and again, 
uh, I, I say to any of the baseball riders who might be in their Uber or in their cars or wherever here in Washington, D.C. for this all-star game, you ought, I mean, shame on you if you haven't <laughs> voted this man into the Hall of Fame. You really, really ought to be uh, considering this. It, it, there's, I, I can't even think of anybody who should have been ahead of you, quite honestly, that is, is still with us. And that's just my opinion, and I get to do that on my show. Yeah, I, uh, I like uh, your yeah. opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Let, let, me, um, let, me, go, let me go to the... Uh, uh, the 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 Dodgers organization. Um, what you started? What was it? You, you spent the time in the minor leagues, and you came up from the minor leagues. At, about how old were you uh, when you came up from the minor leagues? Finally, to the majors. Was it around like twenty six years old? No, or that sounds good, but uh, I, no, I wasn't that old. I, I started. I signed when I was seventeen, and I signed because of Jackie Robinson being with the Brooklyn Dodgers, when all the people in the projects, public housing, were they were buzzing about this black man up in Brooklyn named Jackie Robinson. They mm-hmm. said, Jockey, Jockey Robinson. I said, who, who, who's Jockey Robinson? So they told me. So I remember walking away, scratching my head, saying, one day I'm going to play for the Dodgers. And so it was no more than one. Then the Washington Senators came by our projects to conduct a baseball clinic. It was Jerry Pretty, mm-hmm. second baseman. Um, Mickey Vernon, first baseman. And then there was a pitcher. And they were all white, but they 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 they, they noticed me. And they they, they uh, took an interest in me and said, Hey kid, he said, you look pretty good. He said, uh, why don't you have some baseball shoes? I said, sure I really don't even have any shoes. I didn't have any shoes until I was 15. And um, so they said, step back. So I stepped back, and and Mickey Mantle, uh, not Mickey Mantle, but Mickey Vernon bounced the ball to me. I got my little feet in place and took my little crow hop, Joe, and threw it to one of the other kids and popped his mitt like that. He said, wow. He said, son, that's good. So right then and there, I knew I wanted to. And then, the, and then the, the the adults were buzzing about this black man named Jackie Robinson up in Brooklyn. So you put together the Washington Senators players coming to our playground to conduct the clinic, um, and the older people in the projects buzzing about Jackie Robinson. I know one day I wanted to grow up and play for the mm-hmm. Dodgers. And, but, and 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 it was because of that because that, of that 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 thought of Jackie Robinson, who was clearly a hero. I mean, there's no ifs ands but yeah, about it. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I got to brainstorm with him. Got to know Jackie. Uh, he was a no nonsense person. Yeah. Um, strictly baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we idolized him. Yeah. He had been an officer in the military. I think he was yeah. a lieutenant. And he too, base uh, football was a his big sport. That's right. Yeah, UCLA. Yeah, That's football. Right. UCLA. Um. So, so when I reflect on my my life growing up, yeah, it, it was it was really interesting and beautiful too. You, you know, as I'm thinking and you telling me your age. Growing up in uh, Washington D.C., you know who comes to my mind who brags about being one hell of a baseball player, and I just wonder 
it was former Congressman Walter Fontroy. Oh, yeah? Uh, so I I just wondered, because he, you know, always talked about he was the best baseball player to come out of Washington. I, oh, yeah? yeah. He, he probably never heard of me. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to get you two together because you're, uh, you're about the same age. I would like that. Yeah. I, I'm 80. I Believe it or not, I'm 85. Well, that and I think that's about the age. And oh, yeah. he grew up in Washington, D.C., playing mm-hmm. uh, baseball. But I may, well, you, well, I'll get you guys together at some point. I would like that very let, much. Let me. Let me, and I would be remiss. Uh, I read this article, and I was looking here where uh, you said that um, one of the reasons, you know, hey, if it, if it happens, the Hall of Fame, great. But you said, and it's, and I'm paraphrasing, that there was a time you just were blessed to be alive. I oh, mean yeah. that. I mm. mean that, and you decided to come. You know, to talk about it and write about it, and this this uh, a really dark period in in your life. How would you describe it? Okay, now we're talking about oh, a- after, after this, my playing. That's days. after yeah. your playing yeah. days, and this and I got addicted, and this thousand yeah. dollar a day a habit. You know, well, drug I, habit. I, I wish I could say it was a thousand dollars a day. I never had that kind of money. money yeah but uh yes cocaine was 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 at its peak now mm-hmm. um and i'm living in california and my career is over right and i was in the wrong place at the wrong time uh and uh psychologically physically or phys- physically physically okay go ahead and and, <clears throat> and being um the type of person i am willing to go try something yeah 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 so somebody said, you got to try this. And I did, and I liked it. Yeah. And, and I went from there. Yeah. And, and I went to, uh, the, I was at my worst in no time at all. What snapped you out of it? Um, God. Um, and, and, and that's the only way I could get out. Uh, find a power greater than myself. Uh, some older people who were in the program of recovery, uh, men, uh, took me under their wing and took me to a meeting and talked to me like I'd never been talked before. Mm. You know, being a, a big-time athlete, right. good, too, you know, you kind of think you're on top of everything and you're the man. So they had to humble me first, which they did, and they called me boy. Come on, sit down, boy. Let me talk to you. Oh, boy, you don't know who you're talking to, do you? I'm yeah, Murray Wells. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Y'all haven't read my stats? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, right. Okay, That's I right. got you. And they let me know they didn't care about any yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after a while, it began to sink in and began to sink in. Yeah. I, and they got me in the meetings, meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous and Cocaine Anonymous. And little by little, it, it took me a while, not overnight, maybe five years before I realized I was not the man and that I couldn't continue to do this. Uh, they sent me to treatment. Dodgers paid uh, an unlimited sum for my welfare. Really? They declared, yes. Wow. And they sent me to some of the world-renowned doctors. And, but you weren't on the team. 
No, this was after my playing day. After your playing day. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But it's interesting that there must have been some folk who really loved you and really respected you because a lot of athletes, especially, I mean, even today, they're often just shoved aside after their playing days are over. Yeah. Well, I there was a man who, older man, who took a liking to me, and he and he 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 got my head screwed on right. Call me boy. I said, boy, you don't know who you're talking to, do you? Well, he let me know he knew who he was talking to, and a few other things, and and got me into uh, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, yeah. Cocaine yeah. Anonymous, and made sure that I showed up. Uh, it was three days a week. Wow. Uh, those other five, let me say, four days were in trouble though yeah. because when you get addicted that is something you want to do more than you want to do anything else yeah yeah. And, yeah. and I had to fight my way through that the Dodgers came to my rescue yeah they declared you, an uh-huh. unlimited sum of money, money. Wow. for my welfare so how many years sober oh I'm happy to say that I am 1950 20, so 28 50, so 28 years yeah. sober 28 years 28 sober. years yeah Congratulations. and there was a time I couldn't go 28 minutes without having to have another fix and you're 28 years sober yeah yeah and I have sponsors. and you know but you know I'm sitting here again this is radio you're I mean for somebody 80 plus years old your eyes are just as crystal clear. Oh, you can't. No, I mean, I'm very serious about this. You, I mean, it, 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 it's like you're just as crystal clear and alert. And, and, uh, and to go through that experience and mm-hmm. then, like, come, in essence, come out on top. Come out on the other side. It come, said, well, let's side. say you came out on the other side. That's right. Alive. Yeah, that's right. Did you ever want to manage baseball? Be yes. a manager. Yes, I did. Did you pursue that? I did before my addiction surfaced. Yes. Um, there were no black managers at the time. Right. Then Frank Robinson got a chance. Right, right. I, I'm still clean and sober. And I uh, I went to spring training with the Dodgers. I, I did things mm-hmm. uh, that I thought would be conducive to. Get, be, get uh, Prepping you for managing. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, managed in uh, Latin America, in Mexico, in winter ball, won pennants, and, and even sent ball players to the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Called the Dodgers, made suggestions to player, and sign him, and then talked to the player and got. So now, then, now they, once again, this is your Murray Wills. You've got yeah. all these records. You've, you're you're a captain of your of the team of the uh, Dodgers. You you you're you're going through the process, and uh, even down in Mexico. You're winning. So yes. why, who who gave, did anybody say, come on up, we'll give you a chance? No, not really. Not in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it took me about six, seven years, six years, six years, or maybe four. Okay. Uh, for them to ask me to come back, which I did. And I worked with players like Tommy Goodwin, who's now with the Miami Marlins. Um, they had players like um, EY. Um, I don't know. We call him EY. Mm-hmm. Um, great, outstanding yeah, major league players. Yeah, right, and work with other players too. The Dodgers. I st- I'm still with them. Yeah, yeah, and um, it, yeah. 
they were, but they kept an eye on me. Okay. And yeah. and they insisted that I continue to go to treatment, and so I got to yeah. meet. Um, so you you you, but but it just didn't happen. What and, didn't happen? And being manager. Becoming a manager. Oh, no, I got to manage in Seattle. You got to, oh, okay. See, uh, uh, and this was probably at the earlier, with the early time of their franchise. How long uh, did you manage in Seattle? Um, a half a season. Uh, <laughs> half a season. Half a season. Okay. Uh, I'd say a full season because I started at uh, halfway through one oh, okay. All right. uh, um, season and went into halfway into the next season. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was just be- getting to a point where I was becoming ill yeah. and uh, in- into my disease. I got you. I got you. Um, it's a horrible place, and it's yeah. not a place, good place to be, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, and right it just now, caught up. It just, you know, it, it, yeah, it, as, it as happens. I'm, it as I'm happens. talking about it, I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting on the dark places yeah. that... that I went. Yeah, I I was reading when in your book and your uh, your biography it was written. Mm-hmm. You know that you, there would be days you just didn't leave the house. You'd put up uh, what was that I read where you'd put up uh, covers over the window so you wouldn't find out it was night or day. Yeah, didn't want to. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that those were. But some... but you know. But thank God. You know the good thing is that you, there were people who once again who loved you, respected you, recognized who you were, and came to your to your aid. That's right. Even the police, the police would 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 stop the car in front of my house, come knock on the door, and said, "Hey, come out of here. Yeah, get out yeah. of the house. Yeah, yeah." The Dodgers came to my rescue. Now let me let me switch off for a minute. I, and I was going to ask you about the state of baseball today, and and I and I I read about this debate going on about the movie that started with the movie Moneyball, you know, where they're using stats and math to determine who are good players and what players ought to be on certain teams, and then there are the old timers that are saying, "Wait a minute, you got to go by somebody's skill." You got to watch them. You know, like when you say when you're 17, somebody threw you a ground ball and watched you pop it over to the first baseman. Right. Got my so, feet together. So got your feet. So yeah. where, where do you stand on that debate? Do you look at the, the skill? You got to go out and see the player. Yeah. Um, Jay was, I'll tell you the truth. Okay. Because of my recovery, I've learned to just not have an opinion on just stay out thing. of it yeah everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got a nice radio show to take care of <laughs> you don't need that no no i i no i live off of that <laughs> you the, we're trying to get you in the hall of fame I'm, yeah that's no that's an honest answer <laughs> because see i can i can i i don't know baseball that well enough to mm. answer the question <laughs> but i thought maybe i would it was you, a good question. Well, I know it's a damn good question. You I, won't I answer have, it. I have about four young men. Yeah, uh, that, and we got thirty uh, seconds. Okay, 30 that, seconds. that that, that I, I'm referred to as their sponsor. All right, okay. And they call me every day. All right, I'm going to get some phone calls from the West Coast. <laughs> I know you will. Today I will. <laughs> Murray will stay tuned. Murray Wills again puts the hex sign on the American Leaguers in the eighth on Jim Davenport's hit. Will's razzle-dazzle draws the throw to second, but he scoots safely into third. 
scarcely had the crowd recovered than they see Wills take off again. Felipe Alou fouls out to right. Maury's jet propelled burst brings in another national run. That makes it 3-1 for the National League. Wills can beat you a thousand ways. The Dodgers shortstop continues his dash to second. Everybody in the ballpark you knows he's going, but there's nothing you can do about it. And again, uh, Maury Wills uh, scores first run of the 1962 All-Star Game. Third run of the 1962 All Star Game, lead off with a hit on stolen bases, 63 World Series, steals a base in the 66 World Series. Uh, it goes on and on and on and on, and these are the audio clips that we were able to pull together. Someone, uh, again, Murray Will said, and let's go back to your nemesis, Frank Robinson, for a moment. <laughs> they, uh, okay. Frank, uh, home run hitter. Um, and um, uh, and people used to say, look, our, and it's probably true to this day, uh, a home run hitter is going to do one of two things. They're going to hit a home run or, or strike, strike out. out. Is yeah. that right? No. Uh, and, well, it, but, but it sounds good that way. Yeah, all right. So, but when Maury Wills would get on base, they, they always had to keep an eye on you. Yes. That I mean, that was, uh, and that's how you sort of revolutionized base stealing, wasn't it? That's right. Because they, right. they, they, they always, they just, they just never knew, but they had to do it. What was this, somewhere I read where someone was, I guess, assisting you or helping you even steal more bases about watching that ball leave the pitcher's hands? And when you see the the white of that ball leave the pitcher's hand, go because the the catcher and everybody had to take their eye off the ball or, or watch and see where you, where you were headed. Do you, it, it, am I making sense with that? Uh, that, that there was a technique that they talked about that you used. Yeah, yeah there was a technique, but I I do believe that I I left before the ball. Uh, left the pitcher's hand. Oh, okay. So there's no no comeback. I mean, before that, just before that ball was left. That's right. Uh, uh-huh. Joe, every pitcher does something to let you know whether he's going home or whether he's coming to the base for an attempt pickoff. And it it, it, it was three diff three different categories. Okay. One was well, it was a movement of the leg, mm-hmm. a movement of the shoulder, uh, or maybe the head. So. I had to check the picture out. I only had to see him one time. I saw him, and I saw him when he was warming up, Joe. See, every pitcher warms up for about 40 minutes before the game. And the last, say, 15 minutes to 20 minutes, he he warms up throwing from the stretch position. That's when the opposition's in the clubhouse having a soda or having one more hot dog uh, giving somebody a hot foot, having fun. Instead, I would be out on the bench watching that pitcher warm up. And uh, right then and there, I would find out what he did when he went home rather than when he went to first on the 10th pickoff. So it was, it was actually, it was the first thing that moves, and usually it was the foot mm. or the leg coming with the mm. foot at the same time. And it turned out to be easy. But they're watching you, too. Yeah, they're watching So me. how do you not give up your key? I, because I'm always going. What does that mean, you're always going? I, I always have my maximum lead. 
I didn't have a short lead when I was not going and a maximum lead off of the base when I was going. I was always in my maximum lead. I was always running. So if, 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 if home run hitters either hit home runs and, or strike out, if base runners have maximum leads, it's either they are successful with their steal or they're getting picked off. Yeah, <laughs> now, that would be the logic I would uh, would would use. But, and so the question <clears throat> is, did you get picked off as many no. times as you stole? I, I, I think it? I got picked off one time. No. Yeah. No. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I felt bad. No. Come on. That, that's what I said. No. 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 Come on. Yeah. Really. It's uh, it, it, it. Pitchers were easy. To, the pitcher's primary purpose is, and his primary objective, is to get that batter out. Not to pick off the base stealer, potential base stealer, or the base runner. Knowing that, I knew that that pitcher had to put his focus on that hitter, and and I knew when he was coming over because he can't do the same thing when he's going home that he does when he's coming over. He does something different, and I looked for the difference, and it's so obvious. Now, who were the easiest? Can you think of pitchers that were easy? And then opposite question is, who was the most difficult, the one yeah. you feared the most? Well, left-handers are supposed to be tougher than right-handed pitchers. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, the, why? They're yeah. looking right at, at you. At you. Right, That's right, right. And, and I changed that philosophy around. How? I said, hey, I'm looking at him, too. Why should I worry about it just because he's looking directly at me? The leg. He does one thing with the leg, goes in one uh, uh, area when he's going to first, and the leg goes in another area when he's going home. That's very easy. When do I find that out? Is when he's warming up mm -hmm. before the yeah. game. The, a pitcher will always, the last five minutes, he'll go into his stretch, stretch position. That, yeah, that's what you mentioned. That he'll yeah. go, and, that's, and so everybody else is doing their stuff, and you're watching. And they're in that clubhouse giving yeah. a hot foot to <laughs> what, somebody. That's a hot foot. A, a hot foot is when... When a player is kind of dozing and he's not paying attention, uh -huh. and you come up and you put a match, what in, in, into the? Oh, you don't know what a hot foot is? No, no, oh, no man. What time did it really change? I, no, I, I I played football. We had our cleats yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I could give a, a, someone wearing cleats a hot foot. No. So you put a match in no. between the sole and the shoe. No, <laughs> and, and, the, and the play, and the person's not paying attention, and you light it. And you light, you light the match that's, that's in his shoe. And he's talking on the phone, or he's talking to someone else. See, you, you baseball players had too much time oh, on we, your hands. Yeah, we, were just, we made a lot of money, but we were just little kids. Well, now, since you brought up making a lot of money, yeah. and as compared to what in those days? I mean, uh, what? That, let's talk about what was a, in the golden days of baseball, what was a lot of money? Well, and you did, and did you have sponsors like they have now? Oh no, no, no such okay. thing. You, did you, you have a you're job? Just kidding, all, I know. Did you, no, I'm asking serious. Did oh, yeah. you have a job all season? Definitely waiting for me when the last game of the now. What season was, was what was played. your job all season? Well, it See, young folks don't know. They don't know yeah, about this. It, it could have been. Um, food, delivering groceries. No. Yeah, yeah. I was an MVP. Uh, Baseball yes. in 1962. Right. And my winter job uh, was, gee, uh, Joe, I don't know. Maybe I was pushing a broom somewhere. Really? Yes, really. And that's what baseball was all about. Only because of um, 
We, players came in and held out for more money and, and, oh, and changed everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been so long ago. That, that, well, we can look that up, but it has been that, yeah, and they, yeah, that they free agency and yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, I was just happy to, I just wanted to play. Uh, 1962, when I stole 104 bases. Okay. 104 Four bases. Eight, wow. Unheard of. Jackie Robinson led the leagues at times with maybe 39, 40 stolen mm-hmm. bases. So I really changed the game. And I remember going in and saying, uh, how much you, your, your Buddy Bavese, who was the general manager for the Dodgers, very shrewd general manager, mm-hmm. when he came to negotiating. And my, yeah, so, right, yeah. He's, he'd always make you commit yourself first. What do you want? Oh, <laughs> it scared me right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, how much do you want? How much do you want? Right. What he means was, I'm either going to sign you or you're going to stay home all summer. Yeah. Ah, gosh. I said, well, uh, how much are you offering? (laughs) Really? And you didn't have an agent? Couldn't have an agent. You couldn't have an agent? Could not have an agent. So they would not, uh, today you almost have to have an agent. Yeah. But in those, you couldn't, 1962 or what, 50, you could not have an agent. That's right. No, so you had to negotiate. And what what experience did you have, I say this sarcastically, at negotiations growing up in the housing project in Washington? With 13 children, eight sisters and four brothers. I had no, no, no skill at that at all. I just wanted to play baseball. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so well now. Now as we as as we as we uh, uh, we got to mention this because uh, this is and if you're in Washington D.C., they're telling me where is that the, today at the uh, convention center? You guys, the legends of uh, at legends of baseball are going to be at the fan fest, and here it is. It's fans can meet. Get a chance to meet Murray Wills. I may even come by again. But I wish you would, <laughs> no, Joe. I would really. like that. No, fan. Uh, fans, you going to make the commitment? Uh, no. It's but like stealing the base. <laughs> I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I, I'll tell you what. I'll call you when I get up. Oh. No. You I, can call me. All okay. Right, all right. I'm just happy that you showed up here uh, and with us here on uh, Sirius XM and, and more than anything because I know it, it's it, it, you got a heavy schedule this, uh, this uh, week and day. Um, That's okay. And, uh, you know, I thank you so, so much. Yeah. We only have 30 seconds. I'll just give you the final 30 seconds. As, as a baseball player, these 30, final 30 seconds as a baseball player, we played 162 games. No schedule is any more hectic than that. Well, that's true. And, and incidentally, I hold a record for most games played in the season. I did not know uh, that. Yes. Well, um, you know what that means. It means I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end where I left off the last segment. What was that? We're going to get your ass in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Murray yeah. Wills. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Thank you, Joe. All God, right. God, God bless. bless you, too. I heard her shout, hey, take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday 
on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.